0: What's up everybody, this is Edgar Martin from the Q&E podcast just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot dot C-O, podgo.co.
1: You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm coming in again, What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Egg on the other line. Egg tell the people what's good.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Snowfall Episode 3. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go watch it. I feel like it was a filler episode, but we still got a lot of great content from it. What do you think of it?
1: It was solid, bro. It started off slow, but towards the end, it started to pick up, and I was like, okay, because I started to feel just like you, because it felt like we got so much last week that this one really started to slow down the pace, but the ending, I felt fulfilled by the end of the episode is what I'll say.
0: Right, right. I, I, I kind of felt the same. Uh, the way they kicked it off last weekend, I felt like it was a great starter. So I'm not really too upset that Episode 3 was giving me filler vibes because eventually we were going to get some filler episodes. So I'm low-key glad they're getting the filler vibes out the way now.
1: But it's funny because it usually starts differently. Usually the seasons of Snowfall start off slow and then it keeps ramping up uh, every episode. But f- for this season, it started off like, whoa. And then I guess now you're starting to get the fillers in between, maybe. So I don't know. Maybe Jay trying something new, but I don't know. We're gonna mm-hmm.
0: see. But all right, the uh biggest plot points of this episode were Gustavo seeks revenge, Franklin gets cold hearted as a businessman and back in business mode. Uh, and Teddy reveals his identity as a CIA agent to Teddy, Um, excuse me, to Gustavo finally. And Irene finds out what she's really dealing with with all the news that she's gathering up on Franklin and all the business he's tied up in. So what were your predictions coming into this episode?
1: My predictions were, ugh, I kind of forgot what my predictions was honestly, but they didn't come true this episode. I was more thinking of like Mel. I thought Mel could have possibly seen Franklin this episode or something like that. I knew that was something I was thinking about. And also, I w- uh, I said something about Man Boy. Oh, it was about Man Boy. I think he plotting some slick shit. And I see something in this episode where it's just like, oh, he trying to break up the fam but, or come between the fam. Like Louis and Jerome, he trying to come between them and Franklin. So he trying to plot some slick shit on the low. Talking about everything was cool before Franklin got back in the game and shit like that. Like, nah, nigga, we see what you're trying to do. You ain't breaking up me and my fam, nigga. Nah, we ain't going for none of that. So I see what he's trying to do, though. And that's something I predicted going into uh, this episode.
0: Uh, What did I predict for episode three? I think I also predicted something with Mel. I felt like we would get a little bit more of Mel and Irene talking to each other. Like, I felt like Mel was going to start uh giving her piece on what she knew about franklin so i predicted that uh what else did i predict i predicted um more action with man boy and scully than what we got but other than yeah. that I ain't really nothing crazy yeah
1: and that's and that's something i was really disappointed with especially coming off of the first two episodes i wanted more scully like did we even see scully this episode no nah, i don't think we've seen, seen him scully and he's supposed to be the main one coming at Franklin head for real. So, like, I really wanted to see what Scully was talking about this episode. So I was really disappointed to not see him. And also, for this season, I really want them to dive into, not dive into Mel, but show Mel more than what they have in past seasons. I want Mel to come to the forefront and become, like, a really main character. She's played the side and like, the past few seasons. I want her to jump to, like, the front where she can maybe be head-to-head with Franklin. Where we just see them... T- together and more seniors that's what i really want i just want to see mel more bro
0: i don't know what they could honestly do with her character though because she doesn't have her dad anymore her auntie that she stay with she on this super bible path and she trying to put her on this super christian path so mel is honestly just by herself and her the friends that she had before she started going downhill they wasn't on none of that so Maybe you can get her in like a real. You,
1: maybe you can get her in like a relapse situation where she relapses and then she falls back back into it with Wanda. And then she, Wanda was somebody who was interesting to see in this episode. And it looks like Wanda could be starting to see the light when it comes to that that lifestyle she's living. It's like I don't know. So maybe
0: that that's why. Something along that's why. Around. I feel like when Wanda, I got some predictions with Wanda, and we can get into it a little bit uh, later once we get into the plot. But the episode starts off with Gustavo. If you remember the end of episode two, Gustavo saying that his family was, uh, his family and close friends were killed and the um, kids were taken away and put into orphanage. And it was by uh, police chief Fuentes. And he told them, I want $100,000 if y'all want me to look the other way with this cocaine train that y'all got going on and Teddy and uh, Gustavo didn't want to pay him that. He sent this message, and now Gustavo is out looking for revenge. Uh, He wants Fuentes dead. Teddy walks in on Gustavo, plotting, getting his guns ready, getting ready to go kill him, and Teddy has to stop him some kind of way. So did you expect Gustavo to just um, go on a full rampage like he kind of did this episode?
1: I did. I did expect that because I said that last in the last recap too. I was like, um, Gustavo is going to want to go at these, uh, the Fuentes people, the police chief or whatever. But I was like, Teddy is going to have to slow him down and say, Hey, like we still got to do business with them so we can, you know, like keep making money. Even though your family got knocked off, we still need this relationship to work so we can keep getting the product into the America and things like that. But shit (laughs) by the end of this episode, them niggas went on a full rampage and shit like that. But, 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 but one thing I do want to talk about with, um, with just this show in general. I want, I want more thinking to go on than what I'm seeing. It feels like we're just knocking everybody off. With everybody in this show, we just I really realized it in the last recap. We had said we wanted Irene to get knocked off. We wanted the police chief to get knocked off. We want all these people to get knocked off. I want other ways to move around these villains that are going to be in this season. I don't want everybody just get knocked off. I want some like a different plan. Like maybe you can blackmail these people or something like that. Just something different than just killing them. Like, why you just can't kill everybody. Now just, just different ways to get around. I want to see that in this season. That's that's just something I noticed.
0: And we, we also noticed in this scene early in the episode that Teddy, not only does Teddy stop Gustavo from going and trying to shoot up the police station, Teddy has no other choice. He lets um, Gustavo know, look, I'm a cia agent and now that i've told you that i work for the cia you now work for the cia too because once you know you you become part of it at that point granted you are protect protected but you are now part of the cia because he uh he sent dfs to go stop or dfa or whatever it's called yeah
1: i'm telling you teddy was finna get his ass knocked off teddy was finna get knocked off he walked uh, over to that police uh station or whatever and tried to kill them went to his Man, he would have got knocked up. I'm telling you. So when when he got hit in the head during that scene, I thought that was the police chief's people that knocked I did him out. Too. I was like, I, thought I was, that was like, him. damn. <laughs> I was like, they really was waiting on this nigga to come, and that's why in my mind I was like, that's why I was thinking like these really some smart niggas. They was predicting this to happen, but then we find out it was DFS, and I was like, ah, got lucky as shit. My nigga Teddy, that's
0: what. That's why I tweeted that. I was like, damn Gustavo already, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro, for real. <laughs> <laughs> You just went on your mission. You lacking already? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't even checking the surroundings. He just going straight.
0: <laughs> but then we go to the next scene, and we see Franklin and Officer Nix. They're at uh, they're at a diner. It's around. I think it's nighttime, so it's probably like dinner time or something like that. And Franklin confronts Officer Nix and tells him that if you ever come to my family again and step to my family, it's I don't even gotta say what's gonna happen. And Officer Nix like. He's looking like, what you going to do? And Franklin, I love when Franklin do that laugh. Franklin just be like, <laughs> like hey, you, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know the smoke that's coming with me. Hey, so you know what, what happened did you to feel, up, like my
1: nigga.
0: Right, exactly. So <laughs> what did you feel like was going to brew from the beef that kept stirring up between them? Did you feel like obviously Knicks was going to have to get dealt with? Or did you feel like this is just going to be an ongoing beef throughout the season?
1: once again, I really didn't feel, and Franklin said it, like, you don't have anything on Franklin for real. Like, all you have is really empty threats. But we seen in the in, uh, in the future uh, scene that they did come up in the house and take his mama. But still, I felt no threat from him at all. So he was making all these threats and things like that. I was just like, I, I don't feel intimidated by this guy at all. So, and we talked about that last recap, like, Officer Nix, uh, he gonna get dealt with whenever. Like, I really don't care about that nigga at all.
0: And Franklin told him that too. He was like, you seem to think you have something on me and maybe you did like a few months ago but once i started paying you everything you thought you had on me went out the window because you're a dirty cop at this point so same way you could try and throw me under the bus i throw you under the bus too so just take the money and shut the fuck up like, that's all you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> Real deal. He, Real he deal. Told him that i was like bro franklin's so cold bro and then he limped away with the cam i'm like bro franklin back bro he he back in boss mode so i was impressed to see that all right i know you was critical of franklin in the first two episodes because he was like franklin he got to get his groove back he making too many mistakes did you feel yeah. franklin got back on his shit more with this episode
1: he seemed to be more like franklin you know what i'm saying more thinking and i i love the growth that i'm seeing from franklin uh business wise just just talking about franklin like business wise when we see him dealing with um the Librarian and things like that in her bookstore. I love the decisions that he's making with that. I know you're gonna hear that that uh moving forward, but I'm loving that his his business savvy is is getting up there and I'm liking that.
0: I'm getting I a real agree. power vibe
1: from him, like I'm getting a real ghost vibe from this nigga. Like, hey, like if he keeps going in this trajectory, like I'm getting the ghost vibe. So shout out to uh Franklin though.
0: And it's crazy because he's just You know, the stigma with Franklin, like Kev said it before Kev died and everything. Like a lot of people didn't think Franklin was cut out to be in this business because this is the problem with everybody else. And we we addressed this problem with Leon. A lot of other characters in this show go off of emotion. Franklin is like, no, like that's not me. Y'all think I'm soft. I'm just not trying to shoot everybody the first opportunity I get. Like, and a lot of people in the show, Kev thought he was soft. Leon thought... He um he was getting soft like it's just a lot even Unc like around season two Unc was kind of like hinting that like you need to be like more stern with what you're doing and all that and Franklin realized look I'm the head boss like I can't go off of emotion 24 seven like y'all can I'm the one person who damn near can never go off of emotion can never exactly
1: he can't do that like, shit
0: because then he and gonna and fuck the see, whole operation exactly like i'm the one dude that can't go based off of emotion with 99 of the shit that i do so i love what i'm seeing from franklin nah honestly uh but then we get to the next scene uh the reporter irene she links up with this new character that we've been introduced to officer stern i didn't really know what vibes to get from him at first i'm thinking damn we got a whole nother cop like it's not a da agent da agent um but we got a whole nother cop we gotta worry about now but um, he links up with her, and she's asking more information about Franklin. And he tells her that I want Franklin Saint behind bars. I, I want this man locked up. He basically got off of a murder charge. Like with, um, he didn't tell her that he suspected, um, that specifically who he killed. But he feels like he Franklin got he off of a murder he charge. He thought he killed. Oh Kel. yeah, Kel. Kel. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And she was like, there's no paperwork on that. And he was like, what do you mean it's no paperwork on that? Like, there's no way all this just got swept under the rug. So he was giving her information throughout the show. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to get with this character. Like, did you feel he's going to be like more in the show or did you feel he was just like a pop oh
1: he's definitely going to be more in the show he's going to be helping her this whole season he's going to be helping irene and we see Irene getting all these threats these death threats because she's starting to get closer to information now and i think he's going to be right there with her when it comes to uh, getting this information and he really wants to see franklin go down like and i i feel he's more of a threat than any of these police officers these police chiefs i feel like he's really on a mission and when you have a reporter on your side like Irene, who's she don't give a damn about none of that shit y'all talking about, she'll take a bullet for this shit. Like, hey, y'all got a good little team and pair here. So I'm worried about those two uh together for sure.
0: I'm I'm more so worried about Irene. I don't feel like I gotta worry about him as much because he doesn't give he, me trying like to. Yeah, he I, like I mean he, he got information, I don't feel like he's trying to fully use it though.
1: True. Because he doesn't have a lot of evidence, I don't feel like. Because everything he's saying, he has nothing to back it up. She's confused because none of the none of the things that he's saying is on file, which could be a hint that um Teddy cleaned all this nigga Franklin shit <laughs> that he wiped all that nigga background and all that. So everything that Franklin done did when it comes to shooting somebody or uh, all the information of background with Andre Wright, like he don't wiped all of that. So Franklin shit really looked clean. When it comes to like his background check, so when you look at his shit, when I read look him up, Franklin, it's nothing that you can really get on him, bros. So you got to do your own Real. little dirty research. <laughs> so that's what it really is.
0: Uh, all you can find on Franklin is that he was in jail and that's it. And he was only in that's jail what for saying. what, like couple, a couple days, if that. Like, <laughs> I
1: don't even, me- Wait, I don't man. remember how long. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't even think
0: it was nothing too crazy. But uh, we go to the next scene. Speaking of Franklin, we go to the next scene. Franklin gives his proposal to Mr. and Mrs. Mosley at their bookstore. Uh, he gives them the proposal that I'll your your shop is basically in trouble either way. Either these white people gonna take it or like a black person gonna take it. I rather. I'd be the person that take it from y'all and I let y'all keep it and run the store. That's what he was proposing to them. And he was saying, I'll just fund it. Y'all still be in charge of the store. Like y'all still work here and all that. But I'm basically giving y'all like the money to do it. And he's he was basically saying, my parents have always kind of wanted a structure of black businesses. So how did you feel about the proposal? Did you feel like it was smart? Did you feel like this was going to be part of the cocaine expansion or did you feel this was really franklin trying to do business
1: yeah this was this was business i didn't really take too much away like on the first instance when he had met with them i didn't really take too much away from it i thought it was just franklin doing business trying to clean his money and that's all i really thought it was he's trying to get i don't know when it comes to that
0: at first i low-key thought is he really gonna try and like run the coke through the bookstore too like and just do it under the table without Mr. and Mrs. Mosley knowing. Like, that's what I was thinking at first. But like oh, as the nah. episode went on, as the episode went on, I was like, okay, like he really was just like trying to get the property, like just yeah. some real estate type shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. At, at first, I was just like, This man can't be trying to run coke under Mrs. Mosley. He can't
1: because he was because <laughs> he's tr- he's really he told her this, like he really is just trying to help her. Like, obviously, he has his own ulterior motives, but he's really just trying to help her keep the bookstore and things like that. Even though by right. the end of this episode, he wanted her to move or uh, go to another location. He still wants her to have this bookstore because either way, either I'm going to take it or the white people going to take it. She really had nowhere to go. So I feel like she's going to eventually take this nigga money and move.
0: Yeah, she, she ain't got no choice. Her and her husband, they, they ain't got no choice but to. Yeah. But uh, we we get to the next scene. You got Leon. Uh, What's up with Leon and... All the fun things he's doing. (laughs) Uh, Leon is now noticing that the crack that he's selling, it ain't hitting like Franklin's. For some reason, I don't know why Franklin don't know how to cook crack. I mean, um, Leon don't know how to cook crack, but the crack that he's been giving out is very weak, apparently, opposed to all the crack is and what they're saying right now. If Wanda telling you you're crack weak, my nigga, you're crack weak. (laughs) I'm telling you right
1: now. (laughs) And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see, I ain't take too much from him. I run, take too
0: much from it. We see him run into Wanda, and the chemistry is still there. He still love Wanda. He love Wanda to the death, boy. You could, you could see it in his eyes when he look at him. He asking her like, "What happened to you?" And she like, "What happened to us?" And I'm like, "Crack, crack is what happened." And literally, <laughs> like, I don't
1: know what you are talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you are talking about. She being irrational shit. She really just wanted some shit, some crack off of him, but he ain't had nothing on him, and he wasn't gonna give her nothing anyway. So it's just like man, I'm trying to help you. He's like, like, nigga, just get right, my nigga. You tried to ask me for shit. Like, I don't <laughs> want to see you go down this, this rabbit hole that you're going on. Shit did crazy. you expect
0: to see Wanda this much, though, in season four? Like, or did you feel not, like not we were done with Wanda? Yeah, I, 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 thought I,
1: Wanda. I thought we was done with Wanda, bro. It's funny because she was seeing her though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's funny because she just liked uh, one of our posts yesterday. I was like, "Damn, we should probably get her yeah. on, get her on the pod, or some shit." But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I was if not we get Wanda to see her on.
0: Though. If we get Wanda on, we the shit. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, Wanda, <laughs> I, I I don't know your real name. Sorry for not knowing your real name, but Wanda, if you watching this, please get on the pod. We want you on for real, so we can get your yo because you acting your ass off in Snowfall. I, I got to give it. I ain't never seen nobody play a crackhead like you. I I put that on everything. And it's hard to play a crackhead. <laughs> to the next scene, uh, you had brought it up earlier. Man boy is telling Jerome and Aunt Louie that he's not really a fan of Franklin coming back. He said, ever since Franklin got back, shit been getting shaky. You know, business ain't been on a flow, on a regular flow like it usually is. And I kind of missed when it was just us three. And Jerome and Louie looking like, nah, we ain't trying to hit none of what you're talking about. I don't know why you're trying to split us up, but that's not going to happen. It was a real quick scene. I thought that scene would have been longer
1: me too and that's why i think it's going to be more he's going to be plotting behind closed doors a lot this season so we're going to see some some scenes where it's just him and his boys like hey man we got to you know what i'm saying get back at franklin because obviously he he tried to go one way and he obviously sees that the Jerome and Louis way ain't going to work so he got to try some other shit that's going to work and i think in the future the future episodes that's what we're going to get
0: facts i feel like we're gonna see him and um, scully a lot more throughout this season i don't feel like either one of them gonna die soon honestly if if either one of them die mm-hmm. before episode six i'll be very shocked honestly.
1: yeah i don't see it no time soon nah.
0: Uh, But then we get to the scene where Sissy bargains with Paul Davis and Paul Davis is uh, he's a high end real estate person. He works with the mayor and a lot of elected officials in the city of South Central. And she bargains with him for a real estate expansion opportunity, which includes the uh, bookstore that we were referencing earlier. So Sissy goes up to him, tells him that, hey, I know you've been in a lot of business trouble lately. And we're not trying to just dangle our money in your face, but we could definitely help you. Pay the debt that you owe and create this business opportunity. And how did you feel that was going to work?
1: I don't know how big of a part he will play, though, bro. I, I really don't. Like, is he going to be somebody who because he knows he they're using drug money? So that's that's the interesting yeah. thing. But other than that, I don't know what part he will play. I didn't get really any, I couldn't tell what vibes I was getting from him of uh, just looking at this episode. I really couldn't tell.
0: I feel like this isn't his first time being offered drug money just off how exactly. nonchalant he was acting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh it's the eighties and you're a high upscale person who's dealing with the Los Angeles area. This is not your first time dealing with dirty money, honestly. So I yeah, I wasn't surprised at all that he was just so nonchalant about taking the opposite proposition.
1: And but where was his ranking? Like what, what type of person was he? Like was he like a high ranking like politician or something? Like I didn't I don't forget all of it.
0: They they didn't really say whether he was a politician or not, but he was really close with the mayor. So Okay, he, he okay, that, that works.
1: That works. Okay, because yeah. now I'm thinking like he can he can be somebody that helps them out down the line. So you got somebody yeah. who help higher up that's helping you, and that's what you want moving forward if you're frankly.
0: Because He was the one that said, um, he told Franklin like later down, uh, later down the line. I'll get to it, but he was the one who took care of Officer Nix in that situation. So, yeah. being friends with the mayor, you got a lot of pull when you're friends with the mayor, especially in you and you in a majority black community. You can to do whatever you want,
1: exactly. So, he, yeah, he's gonna be a good guy, he's gonna be working with Franklin moving forward. So, yeah, he cooled in, he cooled in, cool
0: but I'm not gonna say that though. I'm not gonna say he a good guy right now, he cool but I don't think he's just totally on Franklin's side. So I'm I'm skeptical on Paul Davis right now. I'm real skeptical.
1: I won't be surprised.
0: But then we get to Gustavo and Teddy again, and they're getting help from the DVS DFS to find Fuentes and the, uh, the lady in chart. I forgot what she was, but the head office lady over there, she's giving them all the information on where he hides, where his men hide, uh, where his, uh, of secret location is that he stays outside of Tijuana and everything, and their plan gets in motion. So, did you feel it was gonna be a uh, a quick hit, or did you feel like it was gonna be what we ended up seeing at that? I
1: thought moment? it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be way more methodical than what it was. Like it, it really yeah. showed me that you really can't control this nigga Gustavo. After after what he's seen, Gustavo can do whatever the fuck he want to do because the lady from the DFS told him you can't kill nobody in my in my country. Like you just can't. And Gustavo was just like, yeah, all right, all right. And then we see it in, a, in a, a couple of scenes, this nigga is running up behind one of the dudes from the Fuentes group and cutting $100,000 in his head. I'm like, this nigga just not methodical. And I was not fucking with the way he was moving, bro. Cause I'm like, you're, cause they already knew who the hell did it. I didn't know the Fuentes group was going to be scared and, like, leave. I thought they was, like, more powerful. They were going to stand pat, and they was going to find Teddy and Gustavo and knock these niggas out of the game. I thought that's what was going to happen. But I was like, oh, these niggas pussy, they running away. I'm like, oh, hell no. Because I thought Gustavo was going to get my nigga Teddy killed. And I was like, if he get my nigga Teddy killed, me and Gustavo got a problem. But them niggas ran away like some pussies and shit. So I was like, all right, them niggas ain't no problem, man.
0: Nah, he, he wasn't going to get Teddy killed. I knew Teddy. He was, bro. If this, if
1: this was if this was a real group, if this was a real, like, hit organ mob organization, Teddy and Gustavo Ass would have been dead, bro. Because that's why I said I was surprised when they ran away. Because I'm like, bro, you're not supposed to run away after a nigga do that to one of your men, bro. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to run away. Especially when you know who it is. Like, I was surprised by that.
0: It's episode three. I knew that neither one of them were gonna die. Not in episode three. If it feels like the I'm middle talking about at of the least season. Come
1: for them. I'm talking about at least come for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, like come for them. I, I could, yeah. And I eventually,
1: eventually that. die. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, yeah. niggas would have died in like a future episode. But the fact that the the Fuentes just ran away, I'm just like, damn. Like, y'all niggas really pussy. Like, y'all know who it is and y'all running away. Like, man, fuck them Gu- niggas. I thought y'all were some real niggas.
0: Gu- Gustavo is another person that goes based off of emotion. Yes, your family got killed, but Teddy is trying to help you. Teddy is telling you, "Look, we can kill them if that's what the goal is for you, but we have to do it in a way where it can look spotless, it can look if if it has to look accidental, we can make it look accidental, but we can't just go charging and raging war on the Tijuana police. Like we can't just do that." And yeah. Gustavo didn't understand that because DFS, they were going to help. Like they were like, if y'all get him outside of the city, if you get him in an area where he's cornered, we can get this handled. But Gustavo said, now nah, I bump that. I'm going to do it my way.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and it's funny how I fuck, how like, uh, how Franklin and Teddy are really like in similar position right now, how they got two niggas that really just don't listen by their side, bro. And like I said, like Leon could possibly get himself knocked off. And I wouldn't be surprised if Gustavo sometime this season, bro, the way he moves and off his emotion, um, the way he moves off his emotion, I wouldn't be surprised if he get knocked off soon either, truly. Because because think about it, bro. Since the police chief is dead, what happens next? Who else is in line to be the, the police chief? Who, what if, it's, if he's worse than this Fuentes nigga? And he asking for the same amount of money. Y'all gonna do the same thing and knock him off too? It's like what's what's gonna happen there with the, if the next police chief is worse. So that's how I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. So I was like, that's why. I like I was thinking they move. They were moving a little too fast. Is what I'll say.
0: And then we get to the next scene when Officer Nix comes to Franklin's house and arrests Sissy, and he abuses his power and really shows her like, "Hey, y'all got me fucked up." Y'all already killed my partner, and now y'all trying to put me in a position where I can't do shit to y'all? Yeah, I'm finna show y'all not to fuck with me. So he takes her to, um, Andre, he gets his partner out of the car, and he illegally drives off with Sissy and shows her Andre's grave. He pushes her up against the tree and everything. I was really thinking that he was really finna harm Sissy. First off, he signed your death certificate by doing that to Franklin Mama. I feel like as soon as you arrested her, I was like, yep. Franklin for the killers, man, off rip, And then you did everything you did to her, too? I was like, yeah, no, Franklin got to catch you, boy. That's a body Franklin has to catch. So what what were your thoughts when that was happening?
1: (laughs) I I thought after seeing that scene, I thought Franklin was going to go really go after this nigga Officer Nix. Once again, I thought Officer Nix was going to get his ass knocked off. That's just how my mind goes with this show. But I'm glad the way they did it, though. Methodical, moving through the, the the political system and things like that. But um, I mean, Officer Nix, I feel like he had to do it because he really had no upper hand. So he had used his uh police police advantage and used it to his advantage to at least intimidate them, at least to say I'm not anybody to play with. But we don't give a fuck about that nigga at all. At all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, like even when he did
1: that, even when he did that with um with sissy, I was just like, okay. <laughs> like are you going? Like,
0: like if you said,
1: like are you going? Are you going to hit her? Like even though he was like punching her ass against the grave side, so I was just like, like are you going to do something else? Like is that it? Like are you done? <laughs> like she already knew this about killer. Yeah, yeah like, like you can't kill her. He's not gonna kill her, and then like she already knew about this nigga uh, Andre about Franklin killing Andre. So you're not surprising her with shit. So it's like you she you did this for nothing, really. <laughs> you doing this for nothing. For so it's like okay.
0: But I, I do understand what you're saying, though. He felt like, damn, I really ain't got no other power than this little bit of police authority, so I might as well use that as heavy as I can.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why he ran up in their house talking about he got an arrest warrant. It's like, you didn't show us any papers, but okay, you're just going to take my mama. <laughs> it's like, this shit going crazy, bro. It's just, And
0: you're going to point a gun at my daddy, too? I was like, all right. Franklin got it. Franklin got this. I went not worried.
1: That shit was crazy, bro. That shit was crazy. But, yeah. And then, uh, next scene.
0: This scene was kind of boring, but we get a little bit more insight on Irene. We find out she's divorced. She got in trouble with her I found daughter.
1: I've actually found this scene pretty interesting, though. I found it pretty interesting.
0: I thought it was real boring. Like, what, what did you pull from that scene?
1: I found it interesting It's because mm, it felt like the relationship... And probably why she's so into her work is because she's so distant away from her ex-husband and her kids. So that's why she dives into the, her work the way that she does, and why she does not care to die over this shit already, because she has her family, but she's not close to them at least. Like even when she tries to get close to her ex-husband in this scene, it's just like, nah, I'm messing with somebody else. It's like so she feels like alone, so she she dives even more into her work. So that's why that's why I took away from it. So it's like you're starting to get more of a background into like her mindset and why she feels the way she feels about like the the certain stories that she writes and go dives into. Cuz this and we also found out that, that this wasn't her only time going down a rabbit hole like this and I think they said she got shot before. Didn't they say that?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I believe so. Yeah, her, yeah, her ex-husband kind of he kind of alluded to that. He was like, "You remember what happened last time like when you tried to do stuff like this and everything." I'm like, Boy, ain't no story worth all that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. But, but that's just how I took her. So I, I actually thought that was just good for like uh background development and just into her character. So I, I like the scene. I like the scene.
0: Maybe, maybe I just didn't like how boring it was. It was just like they're at the table yeah. talking. Yeah. I, I feel like it could have been more emotional than what it was. Uh, But then next scene... uh. What's next? What's next? All right, we get to where Paul and Franklin close the deal on the real estate opportunity that they presented to Paul. And Franklin demands 10% of the business. He's letting them know, hey, look, I'm finna sell you this, this uh this duplex or whatever that you're getting, but I wanna I want 10% because he asked him, he was like, if somebody was giving you this opportunity, what would you demand? And he said, like 10%. And Franklin was like, Okay, 10%. And Paul was cool with it. So that's why I'm like, Paul, cool right now, but I don't know. Maybe I just feel like something gonna happen to where they relationship gets shaky.
1: Why, why did Paul want the library or the bookstore? Why did Paul want the bookstore? I don't think he I specifically
0: understand. I don't think he specifically wanted the bookstore. I think just that entire lot area that was over mm-hmm. there, the bookstore was a part of whatever area um Paul. Oh, so wanted. he's
1: trying to grow some, oh, he's trying to build something else over there. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's why he said you got to move. Okay, that makes sense because I didn't understand right. why he was giving that to Paul, but okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, uh, right after that, we get to the part where Nyx gets demoted and any more trouble, and he's facing you about to lose your third. job. Hey, <laughs> nigga,
1: you about to lose, you your, about job. To lose your job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, that was the that was one of the funniest parts of the whole episode. I'm like, damn, Nick's like, I thought she was gonna die, but I like this better because your pride hurt. Like, you to go away. He thought he was your running some hurt.
1: shit after he did that to his mama. He's like, yeah, nigga, now you ass out of here, nigga, you ass out. Do a new department. So the, yeah, uh, ass
0: out the 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 department sheriff told him, look, I don't know who wife you've been banging, I don't know what you've been doing, <laughs> but all these reports that I'm getting in on you right now. You're, you're mm-hmm. we're demoting you over the evidence. You are finna go across town and just work in the evidence department. And I don't want to yeah. hear about you working on any other Ooh. cases or anything.
1: Oh, I was about to say, because Nix could probably still play a part in this show because he's going to the evidence. So maybe he finds something to on Franklin somehow. He's probably more dangerous in that locker, in that evidence locker uh, section than he ever was, like actually in the field.
0: But if you're predicting that Teddy is the one wiping Franklin's slate clean when it comes to evidence, how how good do you no. think Nick's will be at finding something?
1: I think the evidence is still there, but Teddy is cleaning like the actual record of everything that is happening, other than that other than him going to jail. But the evidence is still there. Like, you know what I'm saying? The the bullets that he shot uh Kevin with, like all of that is still in like the evidence locker. So maybe he deep dives into that. And find something so maybe he does more damage in that department than he ever did like in the field is what i'm saying so yeah i could I potentially see that with nicks i see still like that too
0: he he might um he might find some pictures or something too so who knows yeah working at evidence well, he might find something
1: something like that yeah something like that
0: all right and then we get to the next scene uh franklin tells the mosleys that he sold their business that he just bought and he's telling them look I bought a different location for y'all about a mile up the road. Take the money that I paid y'all. Just start y'all business. Re- restart it there. Just restart a new business there. I don't know why they were so upset. Granted, in the moment, y'all I was like, damn, Franklin, you wrong $2. for that. I
1: see you tweeting yesterday. I see you no, tweeting. No, no.
0: In the moment, I was like, but Franklin's still wrong, though, bro. Like, he ain't have to lie. I feel like he should have just been straight up and honest with them from the get-go. Like, look, what did he I lie bought about? a separate. He, he made it sound like they, they were going to keep their shop exactly where it was and they weren't going to get forced out.
1: Oh, but at, the, at that moment, he didn't know though. He didn't know that at that moment because, remember, in between those two scenes, he had that meeting with Paul. And then Paul, I guess Paul told him that, hey, I want this so I can build a lot. You know what I'm saying? I need that lot. So he that's when he had probably told him that they're going to have to move or whatever. So I don't think he knew that when he was first telling them the price, and how much he was going to pay for it and shit like that. I think he really wanted to use that to clean his money. But then he realized, like, y'all need, need to move because of the real estate uh, agreement that I'm in.
0: No, but I think he knew before he um closed the deal with Paul, bro. Because if you remember, you see his dad. um He was talking to his mom and his dad earlier in the episode. And his dad, Alton, he was mad at him. He was like, you can't do this to the Mosleys. Like, sissy, why would ah, you even get that deal? You're right.
1: You're right. You're right. You're like, right. They you're had right.
0: that shot. He was like, they haven't had that bookstore for like 30 years. Like, why would y'all do that to them? And Franklin told him, he was like, it's, it's a great business opportunity. And plus, they in danger of getting kicked out anyway. So that's and, when we got and, to the point where we figured out, uh, Franklin told him, like, look, y'all was going to lose the place anyway.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And 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 that's why I didn't feel bad about it when, when it happened. Because even when he said you're going to have to move a, a mile down the road, you're still going to get the money. You're still not far away from your core business. Uh, customers. I'm like, you're still gonna be right here. You're still gonna be in the hood where everybody can still be available to you. You got your money, and you're not gonna get taken away by the white man. But if you don't take my money, you the white man just gonna come and take your shit anyway. So it's just like, bro, what? I'd rather move down the street, build a new one, not too far away, and take that money. I'm not. That's why I didn't understand why everybody was going crazy over it.
0: In the moment I was upset at Franklin. I was like, damn, bro, you ain't have to lie like that. Like you ain't have to ruin your lifelong relationship with them like that. Cause they damn near raised you other than your parents. Like they always let you come in the bookstore, they gave you knowledge on everything. Like, and they were they were like some godparents to you, damn near. So the fact that he did it the way he did it, I just didn't like that. But you're not in this business to be liked, so exactly if you're trying to please you have to make executive it's decisions, him, yep. Right. Right. Yep. If you're trying to please yep. everybody, it's it's never gonna end well for you as a business yep. person. Yep. You're right. Uh. But then we get to the next scene with Teddy and Gustavo. They get the job done. They finally kill Fuentes and all his men at his secret location that he had outside of Tijuana. I thought Teddy died when Teddy got. Hey, inside. I, I thought,
1: was just. About boy. To say. <laughs> you you talking shit about you don't know about Teddy. I thought Teddy was smoked. I thought bro, was, I seen Teddy get bro. shot. I
0: was like, <laughs> no, they can't kill Teddy. Not right now. Not in episode three, bro. But I was like, bro.
1: bro I, I, seen they got my nigga.
0: I seen him with that vest on. I seen him with that vest on. I still get up. I was like, thank God. Could if Teddy would have died, I would have been so hurt.
1: Bro, because I was just praying some shit went wrong, bro. Like, maybe he missed that nigga. I was like, bro, what's going on? Did I see, like you said, with the bulletproof. I was like, okay, my nigga's Teddy's still good, man. Oh, I was scared though. I ain't gonna lie. They had us in the first. Yeah, half. Yeah, that had that heavy jump for a
0: second. And then <laughs> I seen uh, I seen Gustavo get shot when he was in front of Fuentes, and I was like, "Damn, now oh Gustavo got shot." I'm thinking, "No, bro, neither one of them. Oh, did not, please not right now."
1: Now he was trying. He got shot because he was trying to show out of shit. He could have shot that nigga Fuentes and been out of there. But then he, he could have been checking his surroundings after he shot Fuentes. But he wanted to fuck with that nigga and shit, choke that nigga out. It's like man, just kill this nigga and let's go, man. But he out here but
0: playing I, with him. I understand why he took his time because it's like you killed my plus he stabbed oh, for sure. uh I, I can't remember dude's name in the wheelchair, but he stabbed wheelchair him dude. in the chest. So it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> wheelchair <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> he stabbed him in the chest and killed him. So I'm like, that's a slow, painful death. So he probably didn't <laughs> want to just shoot him in the head and make it quit. Like, no, nah, you're gonna suffer like how you made my family suffer. So I, I understood it, but I do agree with you at the same time. Like just kill him and get out of the like it ain't that. Because serious.
1: if he would have killed him quick, he would have been able to check surround us. And my niggas my nigga Teddy said today. <laughs> because if he wasn't yep. looking up, that 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 dude could have shot him a couple more times and Gustavo gone. <laughs> you feel me? For real? And maybe Fuentes is still alive, but hey, it all turned out good though. <laughs> it all turned out good.
0: And I noticed Gustavo was yelling after he killed Fuentes. And I'm wondering, I'm like, does Gustavo actually feel like, do you feel closure now that you killed him? Or do you still feel empty even though you he killed
1: him? He still feels empty. I still I felt that. He feels empty still. Like, he wants to do more. Like, he, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he wants to do more. or He still feel that animal rage. I don't know. Like, maybe he goes on some type of rampage. Like, some unnecessary rampage. Do because, you, like, some... That? Some people
0: think, "Uh, do I see him going? To, nah, because he he promised Teddy, like, I'll go by your rules and stuff. If you help me get him, I'll go by your rules. So I feel like he going to be straight as far as, like, following Teddy orders. But I feel like a lot of people who get put in positions that Gustavo was in, you feel like killing the person who killed your loved one is going to completely heal you. And then you find out, okay, now they dead, but I still feel just as empty before he died.
1: And also he didn't find where old girl daughter was like, he didn't Oh yeah. He,
0: he, he knew the kids were in orphanage. Like he told Teddy oh. that he was, oh, yeah, yeah, he was like, the kids are orphans. Now my best friend and my family is dead. Like Teddy, do you really understand what I'm going through? Like, yes, I did it the wrong way when I killed one of his men, but like, you don't know what I'm going through. You ain't never lost nobody, especially all your people. Like I, I literally just lost all my people. And Lucia gone too. I still predict Lucia to come back, but he ain't got the love of his life no more. And his family dead and his godkids or whatever. They orphans now. Teddy, not Teddy, but Gustavo ready to take people's heads off, just left and right. So Teddy gotta be understanding in that sense.
1: No, Teddy, Teddy better check that nigga, like, hey nigga, you told me you was gonna chill after this, chill out now. Cause you can't we can't be moving stupid, especially with this new police chief coming through who could possibly be worse. He could possibly be worse. So, hey, he's, he got to slow down. We get your rage, but hey, dudes, Teddy still got to move methodical, and that's why I love their balance. So, hey, hopefully Teddy get that nigga right.
0: And we get on the last scene of the episode when Officer Stern gives some more info to Irene, and he's telling her that, look, I ain't really trying to be in this no more. I'm going to tell you this last little bit of information, and then that's it. Like, I, I'm gone because I know yes, the type yeah. of business you're dealing with i don't know i feel like he was telling the truth he he sounded real scared i'm like this don't sound like nobody because he know what he
1: finished he finna go down <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so i i don't think he gonna pop up no more in this episode i feel like he done for real for real but he was telling her um information about the dea agent that was working with um the drug situation i don't think did he drop teddy name i don't think he dropped teddy name at all uh oh the name that he dropped he dropped the the head dea person over um leandra i think that was her name leandra or leandra that uh, gustavo mm-hmm. killed he gave her he gave irene her boss's name so now that's the person that she's about to go to in the next episode and figure out
1: what's going on yeah uh, but the, the key thing i took away from this episode man, is her last quote the truth beats the bullet every day of the week signs death certificate (laughs) 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 signs the death certificate like she wants to die my nigga and that's why i think that scene was so powerful with her and her husband bro because she just feels like what else do i have other than my work to depend on my nigga and that's why she falling down this rabbit hole the way she is so i feel like that that scene was even more powerful after what i the last scene was
0: man like i said ain't no story worth it that
1: much <laughs> not at all bro. No story worth it that much, Not at if, all, bro.
0: if the story ain't directly like tied to me and my people or whatever i don't know if the story worth it that much bro i really don't now if this was a black reporter trying to figure out what's going on in the black community it's like okay you trying to do it for the community like you trying to like help your people but this is an asian reporter she don't she don't vibe with the black experience at all. I feel like you're just really trying to be a good journalist, and it's never worth it. <laughs> it's never worth all of that. And
1: that's why I think they had her with the black husband, just so just to make her feel yeah. like she's not poking around. Like she she has a black husband, she's cool with black people. That's why they threw her with a that. I was yeah. like,
0: interracial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I think, hey, yeah, I think that's why they did that. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs>
1: For sure, for sure, for sure, <laughs> bro. <bruh. laughs> yeah. But, um, what do what you think? Going to go down what, with Wanda,
0: though. I about to say, uh, do you have any predictions for episode four at all?
1: Uh I see the previews at the end of the episode. Something it's going to be a lot about expansion and things like that. So they're going to try try to keep expanding more about this real estate shit, things like that. And I still feel like we're going to get more information on this man boy. We're going to see Scully too. But I think Man Boy is plotting on something big behind the scenes. Like he's been a small character for most of these seasons, like just just all involved with the drugs. But I think he's going to be somebody who's going to sneak up on Franklin when they honestly have a talking relationship right now. He's going to sneak up on Franklin and get his ass.
0: I predict, I'm going to predict that Wanda starts her road to getting back clean. That's my biggest prediction. She she's going to start her road on getting back clean in episode four, I predict Leon will finally have a change in his mindset and feel like, OK, I got to get back with Franklin and we're finally going to see the plot that uh, man boy is trying to pull on Franklin on um, come episode four. So those are my three big things. Ron, Wanda starts her road to rehabilitation. Leon changes his mindset and wants to get back with Franklin. And Man Boy, we're gonna see the plot of Man Boy unfold on how he's gonna get back at Franklin and Scully too. I feel like Man Boy and Scully,
1: because um, in the previews, I seen something with Wanda. It looked like it was a drive by about to happen, and Leon was about to get shot. And she, uh, like, Wanda was like, Leon, like, she was calling out, like, she probably saved that nigga by saying his name like that, making him check out before the drive by.
0: That's why I tweeted that. I was like, Wanda coming in for the clutch for Leon? She yeah. got to get clean. Wanda got <laughs> to get clean now, nah, bro. She got to get clean. She coming in the clutch. You're saving yeah. my life. Like, crack can save your life. You got you, you don't got to give them crack for the rest of your life, but but you owe them something. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, all, that's the other thing I got from that one, bro.
0: Got anything else? Uh, yeah. No, nah, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's all I got, bro. You can hit it with the social media.
0: All right. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com, for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns.
1: Yes, and subscribe to us on all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can subscribe to our YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube at Quincy Hicks. Just type that into the search bar and definitely hit that subscribe button. We appreciate y'all for listening, and we out. Peace.